Jono, Ben and Sharon. Here we go, Thursday afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we got Sean Mendes tickets to give away in half an hour. Very exciting in Bay Dreams at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Really? I have just been grossing out the team playing pimple popping videos on my computer. I yeah. almost vomited pre-show for it's different reasons than normal. It's my thing. It is my thing. It's I love thing. watching pimples being popped. It's the most relieving thing. You find stress relief in the weirdest ways. Mm. Like you'll go and get tattoos or you'll go and watch pimple videos. It's Maybe. very yeah. strange. Sharon couldn't even look at it. I couldn't. Ben, gross. you can't look at them, no. can you? No. no, but you've got a very weak stomach normally and you love this sort of thing. Oh, no, it's just the relief where you're just like, oh, gee, they must feel like a million dollars now. <laughs> anyway, I could talk about pimples being popped <laughs> for the next four hours. In fact, let's not play music today. No. Put out the music. I'm just going to talk about the popping no, of pimples. No. Okay, do you know what? You're in charge of social media today, so mm. uh, go to the Edge Instagram if you want to have more. One of the more. biggest pimple popping videos. <laughs> chat oh, no. with Jono. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Jono, you want to bring some uh, some news from around the country? Yeah. Have we got the uh, my Jono's news from around the country bit? <laughs> no. uh, have we made one of them? No. Jono's news from around the country. Ben. Jono's news from around the country. Uh, and we head to Pitaru. Lovely part of the country. What's your favourite mm. thing about Pitaru? The thriving dairy industry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm just guessing it's a good one. <laughs> uh, and a lady who joins us on the phone right now from Pitaru, live, because it would be weird if she was dead right now, <laughs> Kate, Caitlin Mays, good to have you all. Nice to meet you all. Welcome to Jono's News from Around the Country. Just you, Caitlin. Jono's News from Around the Country. You have made news today from around the country. What happened? Apparently, um, humans grow, but cat flaps don't. Jono told us you got stuck in a cat flap, which we don't entirely believe. Did that actually happen? It 100% happened. Wow! Jono's News from Around the Country is actual factual things. What, like, at what stage were you looking at the cat flap? And we were like, I can get through that. Well, I'd like to think that I wasn't actually thinking. I was just determined. Mm. Was there a reason? Like, yeah, there a... why were you trying to get through the cat flap? Well, we'd just gotten home from uni. And, like, a big day at uni, you're normally pretty hungry. So I reckon I was just hangry and, like, ready for some food. Were you locked out of the house? Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's probably quite an important detail. <laughs> Rather than, like, I just want to get inside. Was there, I mean, was there no other way of getting in before the cat flap? You didn't have a spade or anything like that? I don't think so. I, I, I'm sort of just, like, I blacked out and was just like, let's go. We're going to get inside. Because how we do... I've been locked out before and failing my other uh, various attempts that usually work. I put my hand up the cat flap, got a shoulder through, reached round and undid the door. This Is could that, be taken out of context, every part of what you just said. Also what Bryce and I do on Wednesdays. Uh, but... Is that what you were attempting to do, or were you attempting to go the whole way through the door? Well, it was too high up for us, and my boyfriend, he'd already put his hands through and was trying to, like, knock the latch with a bottle. And I was like, oh, just move, I'll just climb through. What amount of your body did you manage to get actually through the flap? Pretty much halfway through. I got one shoulder and, like, <laughs> stuck on it and my armpit through. Because you're like, yeah. it was like you were, like... 5% birthed, really, weren't you? If you were going <laughs> to... Yeah. Like you're just crowning through. <laughs> um, and so you, you had to call the services? Um, I just called and said, hey, I'm stuck in a cat flap. Can I get the fire department out here? And they're like, um, what? Sorry, what did you just say? Did I hear you? 
Well, hold on. You had to make the call yourself. Why didn't the boyfriend <laughs> make the call? What was he up to? Um, I think he was looking around to see if there's, like, any other way he could get me out or something. <laughs> and he, like, just hand you a phone and be like, hey, you saw that out? I'm just going to go to the pub with the boys for a She'll bit. She'll be right. Because <laughs> did you... Saturday before the boys. Did they think that it was a... Did they think that's that it was a, a prank? <laughs> I don't know what they thought, but as soon as they got there, they wanted to take pictures and videos and stuff. They just unscrewed the cat flap and then right. they saw... They sawed the first half off my head and pulled me out and then sawed the other half off. <laughs> You're going to go down as one of this nation's finest heroes. Wow. The lady who tried to get through a cat flap, put her into Papa, put her on the $100 bill, <laughs> lock her up and call her religion. Proud of you. Thank you. Wow. And what's the moral of the story, Babs? Um, determination doesn't always work. <laughs> but it gets we'll you a spot that. on commercial radio. And so it there gets you, go. you to be the first ever person that's part of... Jono's News from Around the Country. I made up the jingle and I can't even remember it. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, thank you so much for talking to us and we're glad that it had a happy ending. Thanks for calling. All the best, mate. Okay, 0800 The Edge, 3343 on the text. Um, the strangest thing you had to get help for, like Ooh. you had to call for professional help, like Caitlin going through a cat flap, what did you have to call? We don't have enough time for all of your things, Jono. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get psychologist help, actually, or something the other day. Workplace bullying. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had to get help with. Gracie, what happened to you, babe? Um, I was at Caroline Bay in Timaru, and this is when I was like 13, 14. And, um, That's I when uh, Sharon had her first baby in Tavaru, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> What's my brother? Yeah, I got um, stuck in a baby swing and um, my friends had to... Um, stuck in a baby swing. Service and stuff. <gasps> you got yeah. stuck in a baby swing. So I know the exact yeah. swing that you're talking about and those yeah. are tiny. How the heck did you even get in there? Oh, well, I was determined, like, the last couple and um, I, like, buckled it in first, and then I slipped in, and then the buckle got stuck around my hip, <gasps> and, yeah. You do look at, you go to playgrounds, you look at them, and you're like, could I? Could I? You do. Yeah, it does yeah. go through your head. To, to be honest, in uh, Gracie's defence, there's a lot of things at that playground at Caroline Bay that you can easily injure yourself on, especially, like, in the early 90s. They have this, like... Horse that sits six people in your ro- it's like a giant yeah. six person rocking horse. I tell you what, you yeah, want to cushion for that because now they you- have their mouse wheel thing, right? Yeah, it's it's crazy. But the, oh, I, our whole family's on it once, and my sisters are renegades, and we're making it rock real fast. And I was trying to hold on, and I did it, and I was like, bang! Had to get a nice pack on the way home. It was very awkward. Well, what you expect? It's Timaru. I mean, you're lucky to even have a playground. <laughs> Shut Get up. Get yourself lucky to have <laughs> some people stuck there playground. for a long time. <laughs> Thanks, Gracie. Sarah, what happened to you? Okay, so it's quite embarrassing, but my partner at the time had to make a phone call to the ambulance because we were making sandwiches. Mm, sandwiches, all right, yeah. Yeah, making sandwiches. Yeah. Um, but instead of using... The white bread, he got a bit excited and accidentally used brown bread. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I actually nearly died from it and <gasps> had 32 stitches. Oh, my. It was quite embarrassing because I didn't even know how to explain it to them. And then when I went to the hospital, they kept... Yeah, I had, like, the psychiatrist come in heaps and be like... Uh, okay, okay. Oh, wow. What was the, what was the recovery wow, 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 period? Wow. What's that, sorry? What was the recovery period on that? Um, 
like they said six weeks with no more sandwich making. <laughs> Fair enough. Don't <laughs> yeah. you yeah. want? That's another reason to not want brown bread. Sticking to bagels and wraps and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If bagels are quite a good analogy right now. I mean, <laughs> oh my wow. goodness! Well, cool. I don't think you'd want sandwiches for the rest of your life. Nah, hell no. Well, yeah. So it would have been pretty funny if I. If, well, it sounds bad, but if anything had happened to me, like on the Great Stone, I could have been you know just by. Oh well, mm, for sandwiches. sharing your story with us. Um, she died what she loved doing best, <laughs> <laughs> making sandwiches. Uh, cheers tonight and day. We've got a fifty dollar voucher up for grabs. Uh, it's coming your way. You can grab some hot food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Maybe sandwiches as well. No, uh, no proper sandwiches though. <laughs> yeah, proper Actual ones. ones uh, <laughs> I am never eating a sandwich again. Uh, next. Yeah, be careful. I didn't know it could happen until it happened to me. Cheers. So. John O, Ben, and Sharon. The Edge. Well, I actually had a really awkward moment last week. Uh, Bryce and I's friend Nato came over for dinner, and we. Love Nato. Nato and I were... Nato's an ideas man. He is an he? ideas man. He's like, you talk to Nato and you're like, geez, he's an idea. He's got a lot of ideas. And we always start like reminiscing and stuff. And we were talking about one of our friends or like a, a girl we know. And we were like, oh yeah, she's um, she's so awesome, blah, blah. But she had a real thing for old dudes. She just always be hooking up with like real gross old dudes. And you're like, why are you hooking up with all these gross old dudes? And then everyone went real quiet and Bryce just kind of stopped cooking for a second. Then I started laughing and I realised that. Um, Bryce, he still got with her. I hooked up with her. Your husband Bryce hooked up with the girl you were just... The silent gorilla in the corner. And Nato was just like Michael Jackson popcorn gifting. Just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then Bryce didn't say anything. Laughing to himself and I was like, oh, apart from you, Bryce, you were definitely not a gross old dude. You were just the only hot old dude that she hooked up with. But... You're not gross. And he goes, he's like, it's fine. I can be a gross old dude. But then you're still calling him an old dude. Yeah. Like, I think that's probably the thing old. that's hurting him. He, he's an old dude to me, seven years older than me. <laughs> Bryce <laughs> likes being cradle-side. He's just, you know, he's Basically, a cradle rocker. he's Sharon's babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> Who he's weirdly had a baby with. <laughs> so he's the reason you go for dinner at 4.30, not yes, you know, in the afternoon. Yes, because oh, old granddad needs to get down and get it down, like, digest it before he goes to bed. Otherwise, he'll be up all night with the hiccups. <laughs> it's the Hugh it was so incredibly <laughs> awkward because I think, uh, like, I'm quite a jealous person, but I kind of blocked it out of my memory. All the people that I know that Bryce hooked up with because he was just so many. Has he got quite? A, has he got quite? A, what's his number? Do you don't know his number? No, I don't. Do you know, know his no, number? He knows my number. What's your I, number? Four. That's terrible. Actually, it was like. Three and two halves. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not figure out so what the two halves were. Bryce has to do yeah. like an IRD sort of, you know, Where tax like return Bryce, spreadsheet. Bryce always says to me, he goes, it's not as big as you think it is. I'm like, I don't want to know. <laughs> no. I do not want to know if it's bigger than three and two halves. Like, I, I, know, know I know his number and you do not want to know. Yeah, I don't. I don't because I know enough girls that he's passed. Like when we, it was just like, Nine years ago, when we first started, first started going out, he'd been single for a while. And uh, yeah, you'd go, yeah. I went to a dinner. He's going to be so angry. I tell the story. You don't and have it, to tell a story. Though, we you know, know it's funny. And <laughs> it serves him right. Um, he should have known who his future wife would be friends with. Um, we went to a dinner, and it was really funny because I looked up and looked at all the girls at the table. 
and I looked next to me and to my friend Abby and I was like, you are the only person at this table that has not Pash Price. <laughs> well, he changed that that night. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to. He tried, he tried to. <laughs> she denied him was already hooking out with his friend. Oh, he asked her on a date and she was like, nah, bol. Oh, there we go. There's going to be some awkward conversations at the uh, the Casey household tonight. Well, I know what i got to do if I've got to get that gross old dude on, on the side. That's all right. He's asleep by the time she's home. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Ticket scalpers. Yeah, the, oh. game, this, the, the name scalper sounds a lot more vicious than it actually is, isn't it? Like oh. head scalping. Oh, it's a vicious competition. Mm. Uh, the Edge is stoked to present Bay Dreams 2019, Tauranga uh, Jan 2nd and Nelson on Jan 4th. And just added to the lineup, as we know, uh, for Tauranga, a uh, hip-hop trio, Migos. Ooh, a lot of good-looking, Migos. A lot of good-looking, <laughs> good-looking guys in Tauranga. Oh, yeah. Are there? Yes, and hot, you know what I... Hot yeah. Māori dudes. Mm. Isn't there hot, muscly ones too? Yeah, and they oh. always wear, like, they wear leg shorts, but I especially love when they don't wear leg shorts and they wear um, those triple C stubbies. Mm. That's my dream every summer. I see people no. like that wearing those, those leg shorts. You can't shots. wear them. I go on every year to Rebel Sport, try on a pair, but never get out of the changing rooms. No. My mm. legs aren't good for them. It's like no. an Ethiopian standing in a parachute. <laughs> it's like, my husband's the same. I got... Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're right, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to shame me and offend, offend, offend people at the same time. But yeah. But yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ben. No, I was just trying to say how hot the dudes were in Tauranga. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that was my main point. Yeah, and I was just yeah, saying, so with a little bit of personal you... information, which we told to share more, <laughs> real people, real laughs. That's a show to you, You started off this break by che- treating the men like a piece of meat, and then you're racist, and now you're laying back and scratching your tummy. <laughs> All right, I'll stop Jonathan talking. Fryer, everyone. Okay, well, let's find out Ali's story. Ali, you've got to give us a sob story. You will instantly win the Bay Dreams tickets. But then we open up the other four phone lines of the edge. And if anyone wants to steal them from you, you lose the tickets to the next caller. Yeah, okay. Cool. Okay. Girl, <laughs> give, us, give us your juice. Right, I've got a good one for you. Right, so I have spent the last year and a half literally working my ass off and I've lost 110 kgs. Wow! Um, yeah. Good on you. Congratulations. 110. Yeah, can I just win it for that? Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. That's epic. Yeah, and at the end of that, I unfortunately have split up with my long-term relationship, which means I've also lost the love of his two children, um, which sucks. I had also lost my dog, all at the same time as going back to Matthew University as a mature student, so I feel old as. (laughs) Um, And I haven't been to a music festival before because I used to be at the size of a house. Um, And I would love to go, and I think I should. That that was a wonderful pitch. Amazing, amazing story. Mm. Well, amazing and then sad but it will yeah. be a, hopefully be amazing again soon. Congratulations on that weight loss, by the way. That's incredible. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> felt like I was at Rainbow's End on that roller coaster. So many <laughs> yeah. moments to that story. We're going to open up the phone lines now and see if anyone steals the tickets, Ali. Hopefully not, because yesterday someone rang up and wanted to block it it from the person losing the tickets. So fingers crossed happens to you. I don't know what's happened to me. I start to feel... I definitely deserve it. I feel bad now about this. I used to love this competition. Now I feel... Got a conscious? Yeah? Conscience? It's ruthless. (laughs) It is ruthless. Okay, let's open... Mm. (laughs) That's all you need need to say. mm. Fingers crossed these are nice people. Yeah, we're going to go on the first floor now, Ali. Ashley? Hello. Welcome to the show. Are you going to steal the tickets off Ali or 
Don't do it. Please. Oh. I'm, I'm going to steal them. I'm so sorry. Oh, she's scalping the tickets. Didn't they tell you that Ashley's a savage? <laughs> that is hard out, Ashley. Do you hear Ellie's story? <laughs> I was out of reception a little bit. Oh, don't, no, none of this. I was out of reception <laughs> stuff. None of this. Don't, no, don't pull Ashley, that on us. <laughs> why do you think you deserve them more than Ellie? Because I'm a mum with three kids and I never get to go out and me and my partner never go out together, so... Yeah, you, well, Ashley, actually, by the rules of the competition, doesn't even have to tell us. I know. Doesn't, doesn't even need a reason. Oh, well, Ashley, <laughs> you've won a double pass to Bay Dreams. Ellie, we are so, so sorry. Uh, gutter dev. Oh, well, Ashley, you'll get your karma. <laughs> oh, this is what we do it for. You guys should just go together. Have a girls' day. Yeah. Have a knife fight in the car park after work. <laughs> I feel like I've ruined it. Oh, <laughs> thanks for playing, guys. Uh, more Bay Dreams up for grabs tomorrow, 4pm. And uh, don't forget uh, the 24-hour early bird ticket deal, of which finishes at 7pm tonight. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. This is the People's Court. Yeah, these are uh, your issues. Your dirty laundry aired on the nationwide airwaves and you're judged by your fellow listener pals. We've only got one of the uh, participants in the court today. Because it's got that heated. Yeah. Uh, Chloe, welcome. Hello. understand you're taking one of your family to the People's Court. This is the family court today. Okay. Yes, unfortunately, she's refusing to come on the radio, but she's listening definitely, so mm. hopefully we get through to her. Well, bitch. let's... Fo- <laughs> what? Who is she? John. My mother. Oh, mom. no, I take, oh, I take okay. it back. <laughs> John, uh, okay, <laughs> Chloe, tell us why are you and your mum having beef at the moment? Okay, so it's something we're all guilty of every now and then, but at Christmas time, you get so many chocolates and bottles of wine, she mm. saves them all and then re-gifts them th- later on through the year, which I don't have an issue with. They're easy to re-gift gifts. Yep. Yeah. But she's taken it a little a step too far. When I got her a cookbook for Christmas last year, Ugh. my favourite chef, because she's always complimenting my food, so I'm like, I'll get you what I use so you mm. can have good food. And then it was my birthday last week, and what did I get? This magnificent cookbook. And... It was the exact one I had gotten her. I was like, oh. Maybe she liked it so much that she got you a copy of the same book. Yeah. You think that, but I opened it and I had written a note in it saying, (laughs) Merry Christmas. Enjoy your meals. Ben, this is something Ben would do. You would re-gift. Have you re-gifted before? Yeah. Oh, many times. What have you re-gifted? What's the best thing you've re-gifted? I don't know what the best thing is, but many, many, many things over the years. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I've been re-gifting box at home. When you get sent free stuff to work? Oh, no, no, just stuff now and again. I'm like, you know, someone else will appreciate this more than me, mm. so I'll put it in the re-gifting box. It's like, Merry Christmas, Mum. Here's a Block T-shirt <laughs> yes. from the new series of The Block. Happy anniversary, Amanda. Here's your more FM sweatshirt. Actually, <laughs> you did it yesterday. You re-gifted her some flowers. From you? Yeah. 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 That I've been gifting from my husband. <laughs> hey, listen, Chloe, I think Ben and your mum uh, share the same level yeah. of having just no troubles at all with re-gifting no things to people. No. To be honest, though, well, Chloe... Well, mum's single, so... Uh, maybe that's who Ben's been seeing when I he goes to the gym at re- 10 o'clock at night. Re-gifting myself to her. Yeah. <laughs> they could be the tightest couple in New Zealand. <laughs> to be honest, Chloe, uh, with your problem... I, I'm a sort of person, some people may call me a big raving bee, but I hate getting cookbooks as presents. Whenever I get given a cookbook, I'm like, 
come on. And I always give it to somebody else. I always re-gift cookbooks. But Chloe, your mum said she liked your cooking. Yeah. That yeah, was a personal she, touch. She, no, she wants to spend more time with Chloe. Mm. She doesn't want to find out what Chloe's making. <laughs> she just wants to have more dinners with you. Okay, here's the question. The People's Court, the judge and jury, that is you, New Zealand, 0800 the years, 3343 the text. Can you re-gift? Yes. Is re-gifting, you're saying yes? Yes, especially no. if it's a cookbook. We've got Demi on 0800 the edge right now. Demi, what do you think? Is it okay to re-gift? Yes, it is okay. Okay, cool. That was easy. <laughs> what about cookbooks? <laughs> Open and shut case. Thank you, Demi. Thanks, Demi. Are you a re-gifter, Demi? Oh, hang on. I've got to go back to Demi. Are you a re-gifter? Yes. No, De- again, full of chat. <laughs> Love it. Demi, do you, Demi, do you think that a cookbook is a bad present? No. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> yes. No. It's <laughs> like an online questionnaire. I'm sure there's probably people listening right now who uh, wish that that was all we would say. Yeah, true. Charlene, welcome to the show. You are our second jury member this afternoon. Is it okay to re-gift? Hi, guys. Um, yes, it is okay to re-gift, but not back to the person that gave you the gift. Yes. What if it's got a message in it? That's something that Ben, ben was talking about before. Um, yeah, rip it out like what you said. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Roll it, fold it, lick it, rip it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll try that one now. Yeah. Someone six in 3343, uh, my mum re-gifts the same anniversary card to my dad every year, 31 years strong. That's, that's a genius idea. That is a genius put idea. Put it in a new envelope. Well, he's not going to really read it, is he? Yeah, be like, I'll put it on the shelf and take it away after. That's to be great. honest, when it's your dad's anniversary... And you're that old. The card's the last thing on your mind. <laughs> you get one thing a year. What's that? It's not a card. What is it? Hey? What is it? <laughs> you get older. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I think it was something else, but you saved the what, what, what is it? It's a cookbook, Sharon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it does have C-O. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't change after the if second it's a cookbook, note. I'm getting divorced. <laughs> hey, well, there you go. People's caught open and shut case. Apparently, it's, it's okay to re-gift. Re-gift away. Thank you, Sharonu. No worries. <laughs> it was a gag I thought would be funny. It wasn't. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Time to get serious, guys. Okay, Jono, you, please don't, don't look at me because you're going to laugh and it's going to make me upset. I know. No, this is a, all honesty, this, this is something that's going on at home and you are quite concerned about it. Yeah, it gave me such bad anxiety that I had to talk to a friend's friend who's a like psychologist because I need. I was having such bad anxiety about it. Tight ass, wouldn't you just pay for a proper psychologist? <laughs> Okay, I'll stop. That'll be it. That'll be it. That'll be it. Okay, so this is going to be... It's something that I need to know because some people have told... It's happened to me a couple of times and some people have told me that it's definitely an experience and another person has told me that it's from severe sleep deprivation and it's a really common thing that happens to new mums and new dads. So that's what I want to find out today, whether or not I'm haunted or I'm extremely sleep deprivated. Okay. okay, so that's 0800 the edge. We want to make you feel better. That's the plan, well, right? Yeah, well, I just don't, I don't want people to freak me out even more because I am very freaked okay. out about it. Okay, so one night I was asleep and in the middle of the night I all of a sudden was kind of awake but not awake and I felt like someone was pushing me down and I couldn't move and I, but I was kind of awake but I couldn't move. And I was trying to shake myself awake. Because so I was like, you must be dreaming. You must be dreaming. So I started shake, trying to shake myself, but I couldn't move. And then all of a sudden, in my like left ear, I just hear this, uh, like this whispering that I can't decipher. And it was just like, in my ear. And it was like, I could hear them saying my name. And I was just like, trying to like 
wake up, like shake it off because it was freaking me out that I couldn't move and then I could hear someone whispering in my ear but Bryce was dead to the world asleep and Tyson was in the other, our baby was in the other room. And so just trying and trying and trying. And then I finally managed to like just shake free of it and shake it and s- sit up. And I'm like, oh my God, and I, I can barely breathe. I'm sweating. I'm just like, what the hell is happening? And then I'm like, okay, okay, I've got to calm down, got to calm down. I didn't want to wake Bryce up because Bryce had to go to work the next morning and I was really freaked out. And I finally lay down and I look over at um, the baby monitor. And in the baby monitor, about 20 seconds after this happened to me, um, Tyson started he was dead to the world but he started kind of like twitching his shoulder and then also started like kind of shaking so you could see this in the monitor in the monitor and then he started like shaking himself and then he started just screaming he was like ah like like he'd had a nightmare or something and I was like what and then I was like what do I do what do I do what do I do what do I do I just get to go in there but I have to go in there because he's my baby I've got to I've got to I was like ah so I like run in grab the baby run out of his room and I'm just holding the baby and he's gone back to sleep like he's not actually he just kind of got a fright from something and I'm just holding the baby and I'm like what am I going to do because I can't take the baby to bed with me and Bryce is asleep but I'm too scared to go back into his room I was like you're gonna I was like you're being crazy like put him back to put him back to bed so I went and put him back to bed then I lay awake I woke Bryce up Bryce's like I didn't hear anything because it mustn't have been anything I was like fine whatever and then the next night... Can I, I just say, that is a classic man thing. Yeah. No, I'm just like... <laughs> oh God. Here we fine. Here we, we fine. All right. So I then go and put... Like, the next night, I went to go and put Tyson to bed, and I was by myself. And as soon as I walked into his room, I just broke into, like, a massive sweat and just had a full panic and just ran back downstairs to the baby. What, you thought something was there or just... No, I don't know what it was. It was just a vibe I got, and I walked, walked into his room, and I freaked out, and I ran downstairs full panic. Bryson's brother looking at me like she's insane, bawling my eyes out. I was like, I can't, put him, I can't go in his room. I can't, can't go in there. So Bryce had to go put him to bed. And then I just felt like for days afterwards that I'd been haunted. But then someone said to me, it's really common when you're sleep, sleep deprivated to feel like experience stuff like that and it's not that. But now I'm like, well, am I haunted or am I not? Because the other night I was really, really tired. Sorry, this is a really long story. The other night I was really, really tired and my friend had told me, if you think you're being haunted, you say, go in peace, I don't want you here. Go in peace, I don't want you here. And I was asleep again and it happened I was awake and I couldn't move. And so in my head I was yelling in my head just like, Go, go in peace, I don't want you here. Go in peace, I don't want you here. And then all of a sudden I felt like the entire house was shaking and then there was this like, meow, outside. But Bryce was awake when this happened and he said he didn't hear anything. Oh, jeez. So I don't know if I'm haunted or if I'm sleep deprivated. And it's freaking me out. So I need to just hear from other new parents, if you've ever experienced anything like this, am I haunted or am I just extremely sleep sleep deprivated to the point that I've gone crazy? Okay, are we working with a possessed devil <laughs> or are we working with a tired actually, mother? It's actually this is the freaking me out. All right, okay. I'm under the edges of the I'm just going to move over this side of the studio now. <laughs> Come over here. Okay. Do we need to hold an exorcism in the studio for this haunted witch? Or... Is, is it sleep deprivation? God, please Good don't mate. scare me. Okay, let's find out what Conrad thinks. What are your thoughts? Uh, you're not going crazy. It's oh. an actual thing called um, sleep paralysis. Okay, what's that? So it's when you can't move and you're in bed and um, apparently dark things like come up looming on you. Well, yeah, but what are the dark things? Like, is that... Like, just things, things that scare you, I guess. So, but are they real, like ghosty things, or just like things in your brain? 
It's in your head. Oh, okay, mm. sorry. Oh, God. I thought you mean like Dementors, like Harry Potter, were like coming to <laughs> give me the kiss of death or something. Maybe you dark things. I yeah. thought he was being racist about ghosts, mate. I was oh. like, this is not the time or place. <laughs> Thanks, Conrad. Okay, <laughs> someone's texting saying 334 that you can get the house blessed for free by a church. Yeah, well, that's what I thought because I thought if you, if you had to get it blessed, do you have to be like, I don't know, baptised into the church? Shit, they'd walk into your house, you'd burst into flames. I know, mate. I know. <laughs> the devil will. The devil will. Chelsea, what are you Putting the cross out and get her away from me. <laughs> There's your spirit. You, Chelsea. What do you think? Hi, guys. Um, so I had the same thing happen to me when my daughter was about three months old, and I woke up about four o'clock in the morning and um, couldn't move. I don't even know why I woke up, but I couldn't move. And I opened my eyes and I felt something in the room. And in the corner there was like this black shadow. And then, um, yeah, I went back. I don't. I, my wee girl was right beside me, so I woke up and freaked out. And, the next night, the same thing happened, but I felt it right on top of me, and I saw it, and it was going to go slap me, and so I closed, and I still couldn't move, and I closed my eyes, and then woke up, uh, like when I opened them again, I could move again. Okay. And then, Please <laughs> tell me this ends with you found out it was something not ghosty. Well, no, I, I don't think you're no not wanting something not ghosty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please tell me it was I an intruder. No Please. <laughs> Oh, jeez, that's... Uh, okay. I just put it down to sleep paralysis. Yeah, okay, 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 sleep okay, deprivation. Good, good, yeah, there cool, we go. Awesome. Go on, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, that was so good, yeah. It's making you feel better, isn't it? That definitely made me feel great. Hope, what are your thoughts? Haunted or hey, sleep deprived? Uh, yeah, I, I think because you are sleep deprived that you're more open to things going on. <laughs> She's haunted. She yeah. is haunted. I, yeah, so I, I would, if I was you, because I had an experience with my two and a half daughters in their both houses, and it freaked the shit out of me. Um, if I was going to go see a legit medium and see what their view on things was, and if you did need to cleanse your house, and it may not be bad, so don't be scared. Oh, because um, I Googled but, it, and it was like all these things. It was like the sign of a guardian yeah, angel. Fact, like you, It could be that, because the fact that they warned you that your son was going to wake up, it, there may be someone good there with you, like a, a relative that's passed over or something, but you're getting freaked out in the wrong way. So don't freak out, but I definitely don't think it's just a sleep deprivation. I just think because you are tired, you're a little bit more susceptible to feeling stuff. Mm. It's like when you do drugs and alcohol and people see things, when they're, it's because their like, normal mind is kind of... Um, More open. Relaxed. I'm sure so also on drugs and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah, I know that, but like sometimes you're a little bit more susceptible to seeing oh. actual things because oh, yeah. your, your um, normal mind is, is like relaxed. Okay, well, thank okay. you for calling. Cool. Thanks, It's now the time I tell you, Sharon. It was me all along. I've got very pasty skin. You gave me a key to your house. It's not a ghost. Everything's fine. I wish it was you. Tyson's was about to wake up because you've just been in the fridge getting beers out. Yeah. <laughs> the rattling. Noise. The oh, rattling. Hopefully okay. we feel, made you feel better, Shaz. No, no not wasn't. really. That was the equivalent of Googling a medical answer. Oh, We've got like seven different versions there. John o, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. This uh, segment always makes me very nervous is when we open up the phone lines and whatever you say goes nationwide around the radio. What doesn't make you yeah, okay, well, it's a scale of nerves in this Ben's, one. Yeah. Ben's, Ben's tight in the laps, gets a little tighter when we do this. Well, it does. This is, I like to apologise up front. Whatever these people say, we can't, we, can, we have nothing to do. Yeah, this is live DMs. We just go live to the radio. Whatever's said is said, and whatever you want to say, you just say. But with great power comes great responsibility. If you screw it up, you screw it up for everyone. We won't be allowed to do it again. Mm-hmm. You've been saying that for seven months. <laughs> it's good. It's a good warning, and, and we've kept doing it because people haven't screwed up too much. Right, and we'd like to apologise too if there's any sensitive ears out mm. there listening. Oh, 800 The Edge, if you would like to get into our live DMs. Hayley, what's up, girl? 
Hey, uh, so when my brother moved out of home, my parents turned his bedroom into a sex room. Wait, are you Ben's kid? <laughs> Ben's got a dungeon. <laughs> Wait, what happens when your brother comes home to stay? I think he sleeps upstairs now. <laughs> like, what can I go to He used to sleep on the swing. Yeah. <laughs> Why is my bed rock now, Dad? Crazy. Are those swings quite, like... Yeah, they're right, they're right. Heavy yeah, duty? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not very heavy, but yeah. They, <laughs> oh, they, you in the really swing. <laughs> yeah, well, you're mixing No, he's up. in the nappies, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Hayley. This could be risky. Guzzler. Oh, Guzzler. <laughs> guzzy, yeah, guzzy, yeah, guzzy. Hey, mate, how are you? Yeah. Now, what do you think, Guzzler? What, what are you slipping into our live DMs for? Well, uh, Guzzler's favourite place is going to the strippies. Yeah. yeah. Best thing is Guzzler refers to himself as Guzzler. Saturdays for the boys. And then that's where I seen old Benny boys oh, last week. Oh, hey. Whatever. Hey, Which how, much did you pay for, no. how, much, how much did you pay for that lappy in the end, eh? This is fake news. Oh, these last two calls have painted me as a very... Do you know what the, the amazing thing is? Is that Ben's uh, wife is definitely listening right now because she just texted me and she's heard all about your strippy experience. That's not... Anyway, Guzzler, th- no. Just Was he that creepy guy that wanted to do that? <laughs> oh, and, and you should have seen him try and get a good deal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. not true. This How is not true. Half price if you don't take it all off. Expose. Expose. <laughs> I love it. This is not true. All right. Well, thank you for your call, Guzzler. You, you must have been hitting them tequila shots. He's the only person who goes to the strippers and tries to take money out of the strippers' underpants. Thank you so much, Guzzler. You are an absolute legend. Ben asks for change. Are we, Where are, are you? Are you bra or G-bang? Look, look, I'm not going. This is not true. You're live on the Take radio. Take another call. Live DMs. What do you want to say? Hi. Hey, what do you want to say? Um, is, is this still about the um the ghost thing? Oh, no. well, I, well, we can still talk about that. You got something unless, to add? Unless you're going to tell me I'm haunted. I'm very scared now. Um, well, I've had the same situation sort of happen to me before. Mm-hmm. Have you just joined us? Sharon feels like her house is haunted, but yeah. Um, and I was at a friend's house and I walked into the lounge and I thought I saw her dad or her brother sitting on the couch. Oh, God, okay. And I turned, I, I said hi and then I, and I got no reply, so I turned around and there was no one there. And so I said, I know you're there, ghost. And then this pillow went flying off the couch. <gasps> oh, God. And then I went down and talked to um, my friend and her mum and I got told that... I got. They asked who, like what, what I felt, and I said a male presence or whatever. And then they said, "Oh yeah, that sounds about right." Um, and then I talked to their dad um, later on about it, and I, cause I said I saw what he was wearing, and a- then and it had been happening said, before. Um, they said that it was their um, my friend's dead uncle. Oh my goodness! Oh, I don't, well, wow. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you thank for your you. call. I don't know if it's made Sharon feel any better, but no. that's... No. Maybe I, it's my, my She uncle. liked the one about the strippies, didn't you, Sharon? <laughs> I like the strippy one. Yeah, that was she, funny. Well, that maybe one. it's yeah. my uncle, because my uncle died just before I got pregnant. So maybe maybe he's come back. But surely he's got better things to do with his time. I mean, if you were a ghost, why would you be watching me and how I burnt my baby? <laughs> like, Get some better. If I was a ghost, anyone that knows me, you make sure you're always never talking as badly of me, because I'm a beyond. Yeah. Well, there we go. Live DMs. Every one of my friends I've ever wanted to see naked, I'm a beyond.
that um, done and dusted for another week. It is The Edge, John O'Ben and Sharon. I'm going to find out what's in your sex surgery when I'm dead. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon, The Edge.